Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones in the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we're doing our very first non-VHS mini-episode. Yeah, this will be our little half-episode. Uh, we'll do these uh, every once in a while, and they're, they're just the movies that aren't on VHS that we're watching. So our first one that we saw was Jigsaw. Now the game's simple. Best ones are. You want mercy? Play by the rules. Any identification on the victim? Puzzle piece. But Jigsaw has been dead for ten years. It's not him. Can't be. This was on the body. The truth will set you free. Jigsaw. We saw it. We're recording this on the uh, weekend of its release, actually, here. So this is pretty fresh. Uh, we'll keep it spoiler-free, right? So yeah, people, well, people will want to listen Maybe at the very end we'll say spoilers. And then we can talk yeah, for a second. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we'll keep it spoiler-free for the most part, so that uh, you, if you're interested. However, we will definitely spoil all the other movies leading up to Jigsaw. <laughs> yes. We'll talk about one through seven real quick, and all the spoilers will fly there. So Yeah, about three years ago, I went through all of these for a Halloween challenge. Okay. And I had only seen one and two, and maybe the final chapter, which was seven. Yeah. So uh, we'll do a quick recap. One best one in my opinion yeah the best one uh james Wan put him on the map uh you know didn't really necessarily try to establish jigsaw as a slasher type uh person it was sort of like uh i, I liked to call saw when it came out like seven comic book style basically. okay yeah like the comic book version of seven which surprises me about this. First one came out in 2004 and to me personally it feels like a 2000 like it came out earlier yeah, yeah, it's it's from that time. It's of yeah. the uh, splat pack time. Oh, is that uh, what you call it? Yeah, with like yeah. Rob Zombie and Neil Marshall, Adam Green, all those guys. So okay, all right. splat pack movie. Then we moved on to two, which is one year later, and two I remember because it has um, Wahlberg in it. Yeah, Donnie D. Donnie D. <laughs> the D stands for Duddits. Uh I don't remember much about this one though. Yeah, uh, this one. Um, is the needle trap one that everybody remembers and the reveal oh, that... Oh, I thought that was the first. No, that's this one, uh, and then it's the reveal that Amanda from the first movie who comes back in the second movie right. was yeah. involved. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's darker almost. It's kind of more disgusting. It's just like a gross Is movie. this the one where they revealed he had cancer? No, they revealed that in the first one. Did they? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we moved on to three. This is when it starts to get muddled for me, but I do remember this one had some sweet deaths. And we can, I mean, the uh, the jaw contraption was in this one. Uh, no, no, no. This one <laughs> jaw contraptions in the first one, and I don't. Yeah, it's in one of the later ones, one of the uh, four, five, and six. I don't remember which one, but it works this in that one. Like it opens. Hmm. But this is the last one that James Wan and Lee Winnell wrote. 
uh, before they left the series. So it still had their fingerprint on it. Um, yeah, it it's good. It's sort of the final chapter. Uh, Jigsaw dies in this one. So this is sort of the last time we see Jigsaw as the figure uh, doing all this. And we know that Amanda is helping him out because of the twist at the end of uh, um, 2. So, yeah. It's not the jaw contraption I was thinking about in this one. It's the neck contraption. Oh, the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that was pretty. That cool. fucking blows her head off. Yeah, at the that end. Was... yeah. No, it's a gross movie. But I like, I like three's like the last really great one in my opinion. Yes, because four, five, and six really to me just I can't define any of. I I don't remember what happened in them, and I only watched them three years ago. It gets fuzzy because so many overlap. Yes. Like, four happens at exactly the same time as three, and then five and six have stuff that overlaps. We learn about Hoffman, the detective who is the third uh, Jigsaw killer. So we have Jigsaw, Amanda, and then Hoffman. Uh, so these are like, this is like the Hoffman trilogy, four, five, and six. Uh, you know, they are what they are. I only remember that his wife or ex-wife in the movie had really fake boobs. In fact, yeah. when we were in... During the right before the trailer started of the new Jigsaw that we watched, that's exactly what I said. Is like, is that the one with the the wife with the really fake boobs? Yeah, that's all I remember about it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's those movies. Um, six is actually pretty good. Four and five are not. Uh, five is almost like unwatchable, but uh, six is pretty good because it deals with uh, uh, health insurance, and that's like sort of the thing that fucked Jigsaw. So it's kind of got the social commentary, and it works in this movie. I might have to rewatch that one because you seem to really dig this one. I, I really can't remember any of it. Yeah, this one's got like the uh, little like carousel of death where like uh, all six of the people are on the spinning oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. This one's fun. You're jogging my memory a little bit with that. Yeah, I, I like six. Uh, I think when I watch these right in a row, I watch these in about four or five days straight well, and I think that was the problem is it just combined into one and my brain was just exhausted of watching these i did it about three years ago as well in like a 24 hour period that's insane and so I, they do they do get really fuzzy in my brain here but uh i overall you know four and five or whatever i could take or leave them but overall at this point up to six i'm a fan of the series because six brought it back for me Seven, the final chapter, however, is just a schlocky mess. <laughs> yeah, I got talked into watching this one in the theater. Did you see it in 3D, though? Yes. This one and actually I, had some fun 3D. See, I, I don't like the 3D experience. It always hurts my eyes. Oh, same. It, there's very few. I remember uh, Buddy Valentine 3D. I, I had a blast. I yeah. mean, we were all walking. It was a group of us walking in to just, like, turn off the brain, enjoy for some reason, with this one, I was just like, I don't care. Yeah, this one, this one, uh, it almost goes to play Valentine territory, but doesn't quite commit to it. Uh, but it has some fun moments. But overall, is a pretty crappy uh, <laughs> well, movie. Uh, to me, they blew their load in the first opening scene. Yeah, they do the public display yeah. one with the uh, the adultery and the uh, the girl and the two guys that have to choose between her and yeah. yeah. It's it is what it is, but Carrie Ellis is back in this one, and he gets his revenge. And he's the much, detective. He was no, he no. was uh, the guy from the first one. Carrie Ellis, uh, Princess Bride. 
He's the guy. Oh, he comes back in that's this one. Right, yeah. He doesn't have a foot anymore. He gets his revenge on Hoffman. Everyone's dead at the end of this one. I was thinking of the the blonde guy who's in a bunch of these. Did he return into this one? Yeah, yeah. that's that's Hoffman. That's the killer. That's, yeah. Again, I I forgot it was even the killer. <laughs> I mean, I erased these from my mind. I just was tired of. Them. I don't think that's a good way to view these, by the way. Yeah. Take. Yeah. Give them a few days in you between need to breathe. breathe. Yeah. And you know what? I went back before Jigsaw came out. I was like, I'm going to rewatch Seven because I just don't remember how it ends. And rewatching that alone without watching all the other ones to lead up to it, it made it a more fun experience. Uh, it's still a kind of a crappy movie, but uh, it was more fun to go back and just rewatch it without all the others. Uh, coming off of Six, which is like a pretty decent movie jumping into seven really like giant step down but just going in fresh to seven made it kind of an enjoyable experience watching it well it certainly made this company a lot of money yeah uh i remember so the last one came out in 2010 and we didn't it took seven years for us to get the reboot or whatever because seven was marketed as the final chapter uh, so it took us seven which years which always means there'll be another right <laughs> freddie and jason have taught us a lot took us seven years to get to the reboot and what had happened um a few years ago they were kind of ready to go on jigsaw uh and they but they wanted to test audiences sort of interest in it and they re-released the original in theaters uh for the 10 years later i believe i remember that 2014 that was when they were gonna start jigsaw uh and and no one went and saw it i'm pretty sure that's why i went back to watch them all is the re-release? Yeah, but I didn't go and see it in the theater. See, I went, I went because I hadn't seen it the since it came out. So I was like, oh, I want to go see. So I went and saw it in theaters. And uh, other than me and uh, whoever I went with, um, the only people that were in there was a group of three kids who snuck in and were sitting all the way in the back. So there's only five of us in this entire theater. If you're going to sneak into a theater, don't sit all the way in the back or all the way in the front. And don't see a movie you can rent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, can, like, you guys know you could just like pick this up like at Best Buy. Um, well, and this was still when video stores were around a little bit more yeah. a couple of years ago. So, um, yeah. Well played. Well yeah. played, sir. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, there wasn't much interest in it, so they waited a few more years. Now we're in reboot land everything is getting rebooted everything's yeah. getting redone it was the time to release jigsaw and it's looking like it's going to be the number one movie this weekend so we'll f- we'll be able to confirm that by our next uh, half episode but uh it's looking like it's going to be number one this weekend i think there's the interest again in it, it it's not going to make as much money as some of the the middle sequels yeah. that really killed it during the height of saw mania but i think it's going to do okay saw mania is that a wwe yeah right uh, so I guess we'll go. We'll do a little synopsis of this film. Uh, bodies are turning up in the city. You can see that in the trailer. Uh, it appears someone is replicating Jigsaw's old—I don't know—his old pattern. Yeah, of the putting people. jigsaw pieces in the traps, and uh, they even go as far as finding like the uh, DNA evidence that it points to John Kramer Jigsaw, even though he's been dead for ten years. So it all points to him, even though the cops are like, that's not possible. Right. He's dead. um, So, yeah, we get this movie, and 
Uh, before, yeah, before we get into spoiler territory here, we'll just kind of say what we thought of it as a reboot. And my, I think our opinions are yeah. kind of the same in that, like, the movie is just sort of more of the same. It, uh, it doesn't really breathe any new life into the series. We really had high hopes with the Spirit Brothers directing it. Um, I like all of their movies uh, up until this point. Um, I've only seen Daybreakers, but I really liked it, and you've got good things to say about mm-hmm. their other films. Yeah, I love Undead, uh, which is a fun uh, zombie comedy, uh, very Peter Jackson-y, um, and they, they killed it with that one. And then uh, Predestination, I think, is like Time perfect, perfect sci-fi. Uh and I think that's their best movie. So coming off of that and going into this, it was like, damn, giant step down. Uh, yeah, if you like the Saw movies, it's just another Saw movie. It doesn't yeah. try to do anything new. My perspective was, like, I'm I'm not a big fan of the Saw movies. I love the first one. I thought it kind of did the paranormal activity where it kind of changed the way to do a movie. Paranormal activity I don't personally like, but I respect what they did. Yeah, this was this was like Paranormal Activity. It's yeah. sort of like once a year. It was a staple. It sort of introduced a new genre, that sort of torture, gore genre of the uh, uh, 2000s. Mm-hmm. It really kicked in the door for that. And uh, yeah, and as soon as this franchise was ending was the beginning of the Paranormal franchise. Uh, bit of trivia, the director of... Saw Six is the editor of all the movies, hmm. um, and he got promoted to direct, and he did what a lot of people thought was one of the best sequels. Which so, one was that? Six. Okay. People really liked Six. It's not just me. Uh, a lot of people did like that one. So he got the job, and he you know worked his way up from editor to directing it, and so he was going to go on to direct. That's what he wanted to do then, um, and he lined up Paranormal Activity 2. And was so excited to do it. Mm. It was breaking mm. free of Saw, and it was going to be his like thing that was going to put him uh, on the map as a director and take him away from the Saw franchise. Um, but uh, I don't know if it was Lionsgate or Twisted Pictures. He was under contract still. He contractually had to make Seven because of whatever connection with the series, whatever contract he signed. So they literally ripped him away from Paranormal 2, uh, which he really wanted to do because they were going to shoot at the same time because they were doing one movie a year, both series. Um, so they were shooting at the same time, very little, very short window to make a movie. So he got ripped from Paranormal 2, was pissed, and like even like vocalized it online, was like, I do not want to do this movie. And then he did Saw 7, and I feel like you could sort of feel that. He did not want to be a part of that movie. And he, but he did it anyway because he had to. Typically forcing people to do movies always works out. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I think that's why Seven's a little lackluster. But, uh, yeah, obviously he didn't come back to direct this because he's directing his own stuff. He just did uh, a movie called Jackals, which Scream Factory put out, and it's great. It's really good. Oh, John, yeah, Jackals, yeah. Yeah, John Carpenter sent mm-hmm. up. So it's good, but the Spirit Brothers are in on this one. And Well, that's the only reason I went, because uh, Matt asked me, hey, you want to go see it opening night on Thursday night's opening night? Yeah, I Thursday imagine. night. And uh, when I originally got that text, I was like, mm, no, probably not. Then I saw these guys, the Spirit Brothers, were doing it. And I'm like, well, 
yeah, I think these guys will take this in a different direction. I don't know what direction that is, but then we viewed it, and it was just, I had the exact same feelings. I was like, well, it's a Saw movie. If you like Saws, you're going to like this soft reboot. Yeah, it really, it really is just like, um, yeah, ignore the sequels. This is our own thing, but it's, it's not... It still doesn't know. bring anything new to it. I don't think they ignored the sequels. It's just they leap over them because... Yeah, yeah it's a uh, yeah, time Well, leap. all right. right. So if you want to see this movie... Pause. S- <laughs> save uh, your spot now. Yeah, save it now, Lee, because we're about to spoil the hell out of it. Yeah. So here we go. I'm giving you to the count of three. One, two, three. We have a new killer. Yeah. All right. So uh, hopefully, yeah, now you've seen the movie and you come back to listen to the rest... Uh, we have just another acolyte. We just That's have it. another follower, and like major bummer. Yeah. Like it didn't have to be like a ghost jigsaw, which we were joking about before. Yeah. The movie well, I, I honestly would have loved. I, I would have liked that a lot more if they would have went that way. But uh, I, I don't like ghosts, but for this movie, it would have been amazing. It would have been a way to inject new life into the franchise. Just like total, total, just like. And well, now it's supernatural. Well, kind of like uh, Friday the 13th series. When yeah, they hit yeah. seven, they're just like, uh, we're he's just going to put Carrie in it, and yeah. he's a zombie. Fuck it. Um, yeah, it should have went... Frankenstein in six. Yeah. He's a zombie in seven. It should have went that route. Uh, instead, we just get another accolade, ignoring... Not ignoring, but jumping over uh, Amanda and Hoffman. We get uh, uh, the morgue autopsy... Logan. Logan. Uh, who he's good in the movie and the twist works because I didn't expect him but like well uh, I, I figured it had to be him about 70% because once once we got the girl revealing her like torture museum yeah her like uh, I knew it wasn't her and I'm like well it's not the detective that's too obvious so it's got to be him and then what screwed with my head is when uh, Tobin Bell showed up as John Kramer again. Yeah. And I was like, what are we doing? Please don't go into he's somehow magically alive. And they didn't. It ended up being like That ten happened year, ten years ago. Ten years ago. Before the events that we know. Yeah, so. And, and then, so that's what we get. So apparently, Chase said it best, because we saw it with Chase. Yeah. That's our friend, uh... He's like, how many protégés does Jigsaw have? I mean, at this point, if they were smart and gonna continue the series, they might as well have. They might as well open it up then to have like endless. Just make it a cult. Yeah, because if you keep doing one at a time like this, it's just gonna piss people off. So just open it up now and have it be like Cult of Jigsaw or Jigsaw Legacy or something like that, and have it be <laughs> just like a thousand of them. And then we can run with that, like, but don't just give us this one-at-a-time shit, because now that we're on the fourth Jigsaw Killer, come on. Think There's, of something uh, fucking no. new. It's, they brought nothing new. That's what irritates me. There's nothing new to this. No. They Yes, they did a little twist, clever ending, which I give them credit for. Small golf clap here. But uh, I don't... I don't care. Yeah. Um, some good 
deaths, but the traps weren't as intricate as we had been seeing in the previous movie, so it was more back to basics, but at this point, you're making your eighth movie, you should really up the ante. Well, I really thought the end trap with the bicycle, like, powering the spinning thing, yeah. really pretty close to the end trap, I just thought that was stupid. See, I get what they were, they were going for cool. I get that, but it just didn't. Is that really cool in 2017? Yeah, it's it's a little out of touch. I don't know. Um, Yeah, and here's the thing. And the lasers. There's lasers in this. There's yeah, they're freaking laser laser cutters, and they're, they're like to. It basically will. You've seen the movie now because you've paused this and you're re-listening to it. Uh, God, I flowers, hope you heard us yell spoilers. Uh, flowers the guy's head at the end, and that, that seems to be a trope now. Everything like has to open up like a flower. Like we see that in Stranger Things. It's in uh, Last of Us. It's in. Everything like that. Everything has to flower open. It's like so now the the final death has a guy's head like splitting open like a flower. Whatever. Yeah, the animators had a lot of fun with that. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't. Here's my thing. Um, I wanted to like this movie. I so was did not. I, I was not so going. I feel like a lot of people are going into this movie and hate watching it. I I was really coming at it from a place of love. I was really excited. You know, even even though there's some of the movies in this franchise that I don't like that much, uh, it's still a horror franchise, and we're getting a new part after seven years. It's exciting. It's fun. I was really looking forward to this, and I really, really wanted to like it. Especially after kind of, you know, I really like six, and that was after a couple that were bad. You know, seven was a step down. This should have been the step up, for sure. And it, instead, it just sort of gives us saw light, basically. <laughs> Yeah, that's precisely it. And again, I wanted to like this. I would have hate-watched this if it just would have been any old director I didn't know. But because it was coming from new directors with a good past, I wanted to like it like you. I went into mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, I think we've, we're we going to have something here. And then I, 20 minutes in, I'm like, ah. We're the same. Yeah, like, I, I, it wasn't even too that, like, my, my... It wasn't that I walked away like disappointed because I hyped myself up too much. It was just like a genuine like I want to like this. Please like this. Keep like. And then it's like twenty minutes in, I'm like, oh, I can't help the way I feel though. <laughs> I want to like this, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not into it. I'm kind of bored. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I, I do have some pros to say about it. One, I liked um, the Rennie guy, Caleb uh, Rennie, who's also in Battlestar Galactica. Um, the re the redone ones. Okay, uh, he was the detective. Yeah, he was up, a good actor. Yeah. He, he ends up. Actor. Yeah, I, I liked him. I actually thought a lot of these people did a good job. Matt Passmore, who played Logan, fine. But the biggest pro of this is I have a massive new crush on a redhead named Hannah Emily Anderson, who played the freaky deaky. Yeah, kinky girl uh, that worked at the morgue, uh, the, Eleanor. The, um, the morgue's freaky deaky girl. Yeah, and she she was absolutely babe, stunning. Oh, uh, yeah. She's Whew. gonna do she's gonna do things, and you know, looks aside, she was actually really good in the movie too. She got oh, it. I, I, she I understood what think, kind of movie she yeah. was doing. I honestly think all of them. I never saw anyone with a bad performance that I can remember. Uh, the one detective. That was playing Mitch, who was apparently part of Internal Affairs. He was a little. No, Keith. Keith. Oh, no, Keith. Mitch was uh, the guy that went in the spinner thing. Oh, Mitch is the. Yeah. Uh, so Keith. 
Detective Keith Hunt, who is playing uh, Internal Affairs, he, his character, it's not so much his performance is bad, his character's useless. Yeah, he just disappears after he sort of drops the, the final bit of exposition that leads us to our twist. Um, and so, maybe the most over-the-top actor was the guy who got his leg cut off, is that... Ryan. Yeah, here. Ryan. I thought he was really fun, though. No, I know. I, he, he was so watchable. He, he definitely knew what movie he was yeah. in. He was an asshole, but he played an asshole well. I think the thing that the Spirit Brothers were able to bring into it, because they really just adapt the style of the yeah. other sequels. They don't really try to do anything new with the style of the movie. They slow things down. We don't get so much of the frenetic uh, MTV editing. But uh, what they do, I think, well, is... Uh, pretty much from like four on, we don't really have a lot of good acting. They the, what they brought to the movie is everybody's pretty good in this movie. Yeah, this it's has structured. some decent acting. Uh, they shots pal- are good. Yeah, they calmed down with good. the editing. Yeah, yeah. It, what they brought to it was restraint and focusing on the actors. Uh, because Seven has some of the most god awful acting ever in it, and so like this was refreshing to see some good acting. Yeah. So, uh, all right, so do you recommend? Jigsaw. If you so, what I've been hearing from friends that I've talked to, if you do not like the series, you might find something you like in this. If you're a fan of the series or a light fan like me, you may just find it to be more of the same. Maybe you want more of the same. So I can maybe lightly recommend it. If you if if you're if you're wanting to see it, go see it. If you're not wanting to see it, don't go see it. It doesn't, yeah, it's not going to change anything for you. Personally, I can't recommend this. It's the exact same thing. Wait for it to come on video. I don't recommend it in theater. Just wait for it to DVD or stream it because it's the exact same thing. It's just a soft reboot, and I'm really tired of these soft reboots. Jurassic World was one that really irritated me. Even though I like the majority of the film, the overall thought process of... Same thing with Force Awakens. Have some balls. Do something. Don't give us this recycled, yeah, soft, reboot thing. crap. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping... I sort of like like uh, what the Texas Chainsaw franchise has done, uh, where we get kind of sequels dropped in between movies. Mm-hmm. I hope we go that way if we see you know another Friday the 13th, or we're getting a Halloween that's going to be a sequel to the first one. Which you know, I find odd that they're doing that. I'm fine with that. Is so. Blumhouse doing that? Yeah. Yeah. That should be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how, how they handle that. But, like, yeah, give me sequels that are dropped in between, not so much just reboots that are copies of the original. No, that's what that's what irritates me the most because it's – if you're going to do a full reboot, at least you're being honest. Yeah. When you do a soft reboot, you're bullshitting us. You're just giving us more of the same. You know, like the – we mentioned uh, before the – I don't know if we recorded it or if we were just talking about it, but we talked about, like, the Child's Play series and Chucky. You know, they're doing... They're just still doing their thing. Yeah. You know, like, that. they're not... They haven't reached the reboot era. They kind of did it with well, Curse, Curse a little bit. Curse is getting pretty close. But they still were giving us another level. You know, yeah. they were giving us something to work off of uh, that was, like, a foundation for a sequel. This Jigsaw is just a soft reboot yeah. of the original we get I the police procedural yeah. we get the traps it's it's all the same as the if, you, if you're a fan of this franchise you're gonna go see it in theater i mean that's just how it is but if yeah. you're an in-betweener like me or a hater yeah you definitely have to just skip this because again it's just a soft reboot mm-hmm. yeah it's unfortunate my hopes are high uh but uh 
it just it just didn't do that much for me uh i'm a completist i'll probably end up buying the dvd when it comes out but i am actually curious about watching like the documentaries and stuff on there like what went into Right. how this came to be you know how, how seven years later we got another one so mm-hmm. uh, they need money soft reboot soft <laughs> recommend maybe soft recommend yeah. if you're into these things alright so next week we are moving on to Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2 yeah uh, so this was our half episode we'll be back to a full episode next week and uh, yeah it's all about Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2 and uh, yeah it's it's starting our monthly uh going off of when the movies were released we'll see if we like this format uh so this is our first one this was a november release this will be our november episode hello mary lou prom night two yeah it's gonna be a good time all right guys take it easy guys and gals later